0: Welcome to the Supply Chain Visibility Stories, the podcast for supply chain managers, brought to you by AXIS, the 100% supply chain visibility cloud solution provider. Supply Chain Visibility Stories is hosted by Bill Wall, a technology industry veteran and enterprise software professional.
1: Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Today marks the next in a series of discussions exploring the intersection of technology and business. Our discussions are designed to be brief and focused. We think this format works well for our audience, and we hope it inspires all of you listening to think about how technology intersects the way you do your work and to engage with us as the series continues. (laughs) I'll have information about how to engage with the series and our guests at the end of today's program. My name is Bill Wall, and I'm honored to be the host of this series brought to you by Axis. I'm always fascinated by the business challenges faced by companies and how those challenges can be addressed by technology. So when we started the series, we talked about the macro trends impacting companies today. And, of course, the discussion has revolved a lot around the impact of the pandemic and what that has meant for business, and how it's been driving a renewed focus on global supply chains. And during the course of our many discussions, one of the recurring themes has been about capturing data, and especially in the gaps along the supply chain and in certain industries, which is where we will focus today's discussion with a click down into retail. I have two guests on the program today. The first is Ashley Burkle, Director of Retail Business Development at Impinge experts in the business of IoT technology. Welcome, Ashley, to the program.
2: Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
1: Also returning to the podcast is David Perrine of Access. David, welcome back. I'd like to start with you. We've talked a lot about the importance of accuracy in inventory and how important it is in a lot of segments, and particularly so in retail, right? Yes, Yes.
3: And and Bill, you know, it, 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 we are so pleased at Access to have Ashley join us today and, and bring the her experiences in the retail world. And if it doesn't come out in the podcast, a um, quick uh, search by our listeners would determine that the adoption rate of the RFID technology that we'll be speaking to in just a moment is almost 93 percent in the retail uh, sector. Um, Looking at that from an access standpoint, where so much of our business is on the B two B side of things, we're really excited about how this this adoption in the RF, in the of RFID in the retail industry could be brought upstream to the CPG manufacturers, the food and beverage, the many different industries that we all uh, know of around the world. But I'll leave you with this before we turn it back over to our expert. Uh, from uh, Ashley Burkle. Um, at the moment, the analysts report that there's approximately just under $2 trillion inventory distortion around the world. It's created by a variety of subjects, a variety of reasons. and But one of the, the big ones is, is the disruption to the supply chain. And we believe that while we can use the success of inventory visibility and inventory accuracy and labor efficiency that's being realized in the retail sector, is directly adaptable to the industrial sector. And with that, uh, Bill, I'll turn it back to you. But I think this is a great um, compare and contrast between two industry segments that can benefit from each other's knowledge.
1: Uh, Thanks, David. Ashley, welcome to the program. Let's start with a quick description on Impinge, uh, what you do as a business, and where does Ashley Burkle fit into the company?
2: Great. Thank you. So uh, for the last 20 years, Impinge has designed, manufactured, and invented ways to connect everything. So Impinge is an IoT platform provider, and we focus on RAIN RFID. So RAIN RFID is a passive UHF RFID, and it's the kind you think about uh, being used in retail, connecting inventory, or used in baggage for airline tracking. So our Rain RFID platform includes endpoint ICs, which are the little silicon inside of the tag, mm-hmm. reader chips, and readers and gateways. And so for myself, um, I've been in retail and CPG for about 15 years. It's definitely a passion of mine. Um, and I've been so excited over the past several years with Impinge to be able to bring this technology to retailers, which I saw as such a gap before I joined Impinge.
1: It strikes us as we've talked about supply chain in this podcast series that there are a lot of issues in the retail space that have data as a central factor. Uh, you're correct, David, that people think about retail as a B2C business, but behind the the endpoint stores, it's very much a B2B supply chain with a variety of manufacturers, distributors, shippers, and all along the line. So, Ashley, as you talk to retailers, I would imagine the topics of on-hand goods, inventory accuracy, loss prevention, lots of topics to discuss. What are you hearing from customers about the big 2022 priorities in the retail space for supply chain?
2: Absolutely. And I think we've already talked a little bit about the disruption we've seen over the past couple of years. And retailers definitely were put into a difficult position at the beginning of the pandemic, most of them scrambling to figure out how to continue to serve their shoppers and to continue to keep their business alive. And what we saw was a need for flexibility and agility in their supply chain and all the way through their value chain to their stores. So if we think about maybe how we shopped, we were doing curbside pickup, maybe buy mm-hmm. online, pick up in store. And so retailers needed to figure out how to accomplish that pretty quickly. And those retailers that used Rain RainRFID were able to do that because they knew what they had and where they had it. So I think that was a, a, a big part of the successful retailers we saw. And going into 2022, I don't think that changes. So having a better understanding of what you have and where you have it. So we could say visibility and accuracy is going to continue to play a a big role in retailers being able to get their goods to the shoppers when they want it and where they want it.
1: We like to talk in this podcast series about um, real life examples of how this works. I, I had one of those. I went shopping for a pair of pants a month or two ago, went to a nationally known retailer. We'll leave the names out. And of course, with the supply chain problems, the, the available selections are really small. But this particular retailer was doing such a good job um, with understanding their inventory. They were able to locate uh, in my sides the type of pants I wanted and the color I wanted. The And the guy at the counter said, look, this is the only pair in your size anywhere in the country. It's on the West Coast, but we're going to ship it to you. Will you buy it? Uh, it strikes me that. If the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that shoppers will choose retailers who can deliver that kind of service as opposed to those who can just sort of throw their hands up and say, I don't have any and I don't know when I'm going to get some. It, that has to be a common, pardon the pun, a common thread uh, as you talk to to retailers about the challenges of operating in such a supply chain uh, supply chain constrained environment.
2: Absolutely. I think, again, as as shoppers ourselves, we know that when we're disappointed, we're less likely to go back to that retailer to shop for the next time. So when retailers are able to confidently expose their inventory, we call it available to promise online, Mm -hmm. and we are not disappointed, you're building your brand, you're building your loyalty. And really the, the back end of that is the operational value of Rain RFID. So we're definitely seeing that in retailers and their ability to connect you with a pair of pants that is thousands of miles away, but to figure that out quite quickly. And with traditional inventory systems, that's not, that's not something that they can do. They, they half the time can't even figure it out in their own store, let alone connect it to every store and possibly every warehouse or distribution center within their organization.
1: I love the expression you used about the retailer being able to confidently promise the customer the good. It strikes me that while the pandemic will eventually end, the way people conduct business, either at the B2C or B2B level, is probably changed forever because of what we've experienced these last 24 months. Would you agree?
2: Absolutely. And I think that traditionally, again, prior to the pandemic, what we saw retailers across the board doing was having safety stock, was having too much of an item to make sure that they can fulfill what the shopper wants. And we know from a retail perspective, their money is tied up in that inventory. So why would you want more than you need? So again, being able to sell down to the last item is a big deal in retail. And that's what RainRFID lets you do. We've definitely seen retailers come out talking about picking to the last item or not having to mark down items and therefore you know, increasing their revenues because they know what they have and they can sell it during the correct season um, and to the shopper who is far away who wants it because they know where it is and how to sell it.
1: Fascinating that the concept of just-in-time inventory, which was really developed by the automotive industry in manufacturing, has now made its way all the way to the end of the supply chain, uh, to the consumer. But my example was in apparel and mass retail. What other segments in retail uh, has these kinds of technology benefits really being discussed?
2: Sure, so I think... As, as you pointed out, um, the largest adoption today is still in apparel, footwear, um, department stores, mass merchants. But what we're definitely seeing is more subsegments within retail really starting to understand how it can be valuable to their business. So we're seeing electronics, beauty, do-it-yourself, drugstores, stores, all taking advantage of the different Use cases within Rain RFID, and a lot of that goes all the way back up into the manufacturing and the supply chain. Uh, so, if we think about consumer packaged goods as an example, a lot of them are already complying with their their customers, which are the retailers, with adding Rain RFID tags to their items in order to again comply with with their customers. And now they're looking at it, going. Wait, once it's tagged, we can actually take advantage of that within our supply chain while it's still with us and get the data that we need. We can automate our supply chain better. We can increase our speed and throughput. Uh, So we're definitely seeing uh, CPG as well starting to take advantage uh, more heavily of their RAIN RFID opportunities.
1: We talk about out at the retail level and what you're describing is the benefit of the tags along the supply chain. How often are you seeing a breakdown by individual item, by carton, by pallet, and how are people making those choices?
2: It's a really great question because that's pretty much where I would recommend any enterprise to start. What am I going to tag and why? So at the retail level, it is individual items and inventory, which makes the most sense. But as you start going back up in a supply chain, Tagging cartons can help you better understand your throughput, where it's at, make sure you're getting it out the door and verifying that that carton or that pallet has left so you can send, you know, advanced shipping notices and again, be confident and accurate. Uh, So in some cases, we're seeing uh, more of the industrial or CPG looking at it from the carton and pallet level um, and even uh, quick serve restaurants. Right, carton and pallet level of what we're sending out. But then there's other uh, sub-segments of retail who will continue to see the value in, in tagging at the individual item level, which is still a valid part of the supply chain because you can send a box through the tunnel and read every item that's inside that box. So right. you're able to verify there are 12 of what is supposed to be in this box versus if there's only 11, we can pull it off and read. Uh, remake that carton. So it definitely is the most important question to start with when any company is looking at how can I add RAIN RFID to my value chain.
1: We only have a few minutes left and I think we could talk about this topic. Uh, Maybe we should have you back as a guest in future podcasts, but you can't talk about retail without talking about loss prevention. What's the role of RFID tagging uh, in loss prevention? We've talked inventory, but loss prevention is a major concern of retailers.
2: It absolutely is. And it's, it's growing in the news, as we all know. So leveraging RAIN RFID at the exit not only can rep- place the traditional EAS with real-time alarms and alerts, but can also give data about what item left, where it left, and when it left. And really this data to retailers, they've never had this before, and it could change the paradigm for loss prevention. So retailers can create a more proactive strategy instead of just reactive actions. I think it's going to be really the next big opportunity for retailers in loss prevention.
1: So uh, as a last question, I'll I'll take a, a hint off what you just said on what's next. We always like to look ahead to sort of the future of this technology. I'm hearing more and more about the term dark warehouses. What, what is that all about?
2: Absolutely. So the more you automate a warehouse, obviously, the, the less uh, individual interaction has to happen. So eventually, if a warehouse is completely automated, it can go dark because you're not having individuals walking around the warehouse and, and interacting with, you know, the items within a warehouse. And so Rain RFID plays a crucial role in being able to have a dark warehouse, which again, with the automation and the speed will allow for cost cutting, uh, being more economical, and, and also guaranteeing, especially with today's labor shortages, that you're able to get your products out the door.
1: Outstanding. David, we have so many issues that we talk about in this podcast. And I think for supply chain leaders, it's a daunting task to think about all of the potential projects. The quintessential question always is, where do you get started?
3: Yeah, Bill, always a great question to close with. And particularly when we have such a, a guest like ashley who is just you know I, I i've been in this industry for a very long time and every, when i hear uh what ashley said in the adoption in the retail industry and the success they're having it makes me excited for the use of the rain rfid and this this very exciting technology across all industries so i think you know, the, the place to start is, is you know, any journey begins with the first step. It's to reach out to, to an impinge, reach out to an Axis, or reach out to your current supplier and begin that journey of, of discovery. Uh, use the internet, of course, you know. There's lots of useful information out there about getting started. And what we have seen, as I could speak to, I think Impinge could, could, could confirm this as well as Axis, of course, is that um, there's a bit of a, a mystery about, or FID. And just based on the information that actually just shared with us, um, there doesn't need to be. This technology is very stable, it's very scalable, it's very efficient from a cost standpoint, and it yields very successful projects. But in order to get started, reach out to us. We're always available, whether it's in PINs or Axis, or to, to answer questions and to um, help you get that first step in the journey.
1: Choose the right partners. Always good advice. David, thanks for always being on the program. And Ashley, thanks so much for being on. I'm sure we're going to be talking to you and the folks at Impinge again because the topic of supply chain and retail is so broad. Thanks for being on the program.
2: Thank you so much.
1: That wraps up today's podcast. My thanks to Axis for making this podcast series possible. We welcome your comments and questions about the discussions on these podcasts. You can engage with us at the official Axis' Twitter and LinkedIn accounts. So be a part of the discussion. I'm your host, Bill Wall. And for everyone at AXIS and our guests, thanks for joining. We look forward to our next discussion. Talk soon.
0: Thank you for listening to Supply Chain Visibility Stories, brought to you by AXIS, the 100% supply chain visibility cloud solution provider. Visit us on the web at AXISinc.com. That's A-C-S-I-S-I-N-C.com. Or join the dialogue on social media. Look for AXIS Inc. on LinkedIn and Twitter. Join us next time for Supply Chain Visibility Stories brought to you by AXIS.